Hey, Jeremy, you know, we do a lot of this uh, razzing and you know, playfully insulting each other thing and uh, yeah yeah that's that's our whole that's our whole thing man that's yeah uh, that's what people tune in for yeah man and, and it's great it's great to do but I'm, I'm gonna be honest i've been going through uh through a few things and i just i feel like i don't, I, I, I need someone to like could you could you say some like nice things like some compliments just to maybe like you know get my oh yeah feeling better um sure i i can i can do that um you have uh, nice uh, polygons. I have really worked on. Sorry, sorry. Did you say polygons? And um, you know, you've got a, a really uh, pleasing color palette. Um, thank you. And uh, you know, conversation difficulty with you is is at an appropriate level. I'm I'm saying I have a good conversation difficulty curve. I'm sorry. What what do you think I am? Look, I, you really put me on the spot here, man. <laughs> Hey, Jeremy. Hello, Kevin. All right. <laughs> I'm ready to podcast. Ready? You're ready. You're feeling good. You're ready to ready to do the thing that we do. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do the thing that we do, and and I'm gonna do it the way I usually do it. You're gonna you're gonna just okay. We're gonna. Are you ready here to keep the status quo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone ready to do the same thing we've always been doing and to change nothing about it? You know it. <laughs> Let Let's get ready to do the same thing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Mediocre. Dun, dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Like the same, same thing doesn't have to be mediocre. You could be doing the same thing, and it's awesome every single time. Yeah. wonder what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like this podcast? Like this podcast. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> no, look, any anything self-depreciating is to me, not to the podcast. Mm. The podcast is excellent. And if I've ever said otherwise, I was lying or under duress. <laughs> I mean, we are often under duress during this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's because Man, those listeners keep on going outside of our recording spaces and like looking at us through the window that, that is one of them yeah. i also regularly record from the inside of a thunder dome oh man two two enter and only one leaves yeah is anybody in there with you right now no i've been waiting for him for years oh i i see well, I mean, it can't be years. We were recording together for so. Wait, did you move? <laughs> I've always my my life is a Thunderdome. Oh, just waiting for someone else to enter. Oh, you're. I understand. You're waiting for a fiance. Yes, it's it's. Wait, what do you think marriage is? Uh, I I've seen Mad Max. <laughs> I think I understand what marriage is. I I don't think you do. Well, I say we agree. Do this podcast. That I can agree to that. Excellent. Good. <laughs> Good. 
I was worried there for a second. Uh, well, to do this podcast, Kevin, we need to have a topic. Uh, what's our topic this week? <laughs> that is that is the conceit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we do have a topic. Uh, we have a topic that has only recently re-entered my brain space. I guess. Okay. Uh, Jeremy. Yes. Do you know about Street Fighter? I know some things about Street Fighter. What do you What do you know about Street Fighter? There, there's a there's a guy named Guile. The Sonic Booms. He is he is a character in there. Yes. Yeah, and there's those uh, Ryu and Ken, and they're they're uh, they're friendly rivals. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a there guy are... that stretches his arms and breathes fire, and an electric beast man, yeah, and uh, who, who uh, also... a Chinese woman who is has way too long legs. Those legs are way too long. Yeah, the um the the electric beast man is also friends with uh, Guile. I'm pretty sure that's the lore there. Sure, maybe <laughs> sure. I mean, sonic boom, electric attacks, same thing, right? I mean, just because they're best friends, oh, I guess. Right, I, right. I and guess actually, and, and I and I know all about Zangief because I love him. I was about to say, just because they're best friends doesn't mean they have to have the same move set. And then I realized Ken and Ryu, yeah. who are both who, as it's described, are best friends and rivals. That's right. Yes, they're not frenemies or anything like that. They are best friends and, and rivals. Yeah, and I know that there's a mini game where you punch a car until it breaks. Uh. Yeah, I mean that's true. Do, yeah. Do you? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I I said the word frenemy. Do you know when frenemy? What do you know? What the first use of frenemy was. I uh, I don't, Kevin. When care, do you think care it was? to elucidate? When do you think it was? Give Give me a guess of when you think. Oh, I'm I'm gonna say it's got to be some sort of sitcom. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe Seinfeld or something like that, like a, a sitcom in that vein. Wild. Well, I have a question. Was Seinfeld on in 1891? Well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it on was... for so long, Kevin. No, yeah. The when first... did the rerun start? That's the real question. It, they, it's, there was never an original broadcast of Seinfeld. It was always, <laughs> always used. Exactly. Uh, as a rerun. Uh, no, Frenemy was used in, oh, God, it was some sort of letter uh from um in like nineteen eighty one or something like that. Like like sorry, eighteen eighteen ninety one. I switched those up. Yeah, it's I, I, I think like it's very officially like it was used more in like the nineteen fifties, but it is not as new as we as we make it out to be. Well as, right? as some people think. Yeah, that's just a random word. Do you know uh when OMG was first used? Uh 1942 <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, ni- 1917. It was in a letter it was okay, in a letter well, to like 25 years off, but pretty yeah, good. <laughs> it was a letter to Winston Churchill. <laughs> from like a lord. Who yeah. he was like talking and he used he used the abbreviation OMG. OMG, you guys. And then afterwards, he in brackets he wrote out, "Oh my, oh my god. god." And I'm like, that kind of that, Defeated that kind the of defeats the purpose of an abbreviation. <laughs> Omgyg. Um. <laughs> anyway, I thought that's a great <laughs> idea. That you know, 
all these things we think are new are not new. Uh, like Street Fighter, which has been around since the 80s. Yeah. But we're not specifically talking about the Street Fighter Oh, well, why'd you game. ask me so much about Street Fighter then? Because well, I have so much interest in Street Fighter. Oh, okay. Uh, That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that there's a Street Fighter film? I do remember there's a Street Fighter film. Street Fighter. What do you remember of the Street Fighter film? Um, I, re- I remember. I guess just me asking you, what do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember with Kevin Weir and Jeremy Berkeley? Um, that would be a infuriating podcast. <laughs> half of the podcasts are us remembering things and half of the podcasts are us quizzing the listeners on what they remember from previous podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yep. No, I remember uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's yep. in it. As – as guile because yeah. that's the one they decided to pick yeah um, as the, uh, the lead i remember they did not find a woman who was like six eights legs um no. uh to play chun lee um i remember bison was the villain but i don't remember the plot well yeah uh i mean well, yeah it, it's it it well, I don't remember the plot either. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't even think there was really any street fighting in it. I, it I, I mean, I, there wasn't. There were no street fights. Uh, but I do remember John Claude Van Damme doing splits. Yeah, it's it, it, the if, from what I remember, the film was like John Claude Van Damme uh, getting like essentially, like essentially, it's essentially it almost acted like a superhero style army film yeah where like raw you know raw julia as uh m bison just sort of would <laughs> wander the lads as a warlord and yeah and there was like, like oh, God, take him down the un was in it um yeah yeah i think yeah. i think um guile worked for the un though i'll say in street fighter i do remember un being a big thing about street fighter like there's a there was a lot of interpol and un like i think one yeah, of Chun-Li's... Be, because in the games it's like an international intrigue story yeah 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 with a lot of uh quote, unquote, a lot of street, street fighting yeah yeah now unfortunately despite that film being a uh truly weird masterpiece <laughs> uh <laughs> i think that's probably the best way to describe it a truly weird masterpiece yeah uh starring jean-claude van damme raul julia and kylie minogue never forget um <laughs> <laughs> there was another one there was another there, one there was another street fighter it was released way back in the year 2009 it was called street fighter the legend of chun li we are just getting to this now uh, <laughs> 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 There's a lot going on. Uh, Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li is a movie about Chun-Li. It's about her legend. And, like, no other really characters. Like, I think it essentially yeah, it's, it's it has... It's supposed to be like a detective story, right? It was really done as a detective story. Except for, infuriatingly, they did not make Chun-Li a detective. They made her a concert pianist who learned like martial arts from her father a businessman yeah yeah so that she could be a detective no right no no the only oh okay i get it i get it so that a detective could come to her dance studio and they could have like a save the last dance type plot no no there are detectives in the film uh and they (laughs) will never interact with chun li they're just this weird b plot that could just be exercised from the film and without changing 
anything. Oh, so about it's like it. it's like bright then. Uh yes. <laughs> kind of I feel like bright's honestly the all the plots kind of actually weave into each other. Anyway, it's uh it's it, it Chun Li. Uh, it has uh, Neil McDonough as M. Bison, who says plays him as an Irishman. Uh, okay. It's Michael D- Clark Duncan as Balrog, who I who if unless if I'm misremembering, oh, he's, a, he's a boxer boy. He's a boxer boy, and I'm and I'm and I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly, but I seem to remember he punches Chun Li's mom and gives her cancer. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> is that is now, that our topic? Now I could be conflating two scenes in the film. Uh, or the synopsis I read <laughs> is bad. Uh, is is our topic? What if punches caused cancer, Kevin? Mm, I mean, there'll be a lot more cancer, uh, or a lot <laughs> yeah. less punches. Uh, probably both, actually. No, so there's a lot of trash in this movie, and not wonderful trash, just bad trash. Okay, uh, yeah, but it has this background to M. Bison. That cannot be overlooked nor understated, and it will be the topic we are finally uh, getting to. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I smell a topic coming. Here comes the topic. So, T- M. Tell Bison. me of, of Bison's uh, journey. Michael Bison. Uh, is his was, name Michael? No, I do not. No, uh, it, no, his first, I mean, his first name probably is Mike, because originally M. Bison was the boxing boy Balrog, and oh. Balrog was M. Bison. Because Balrog was a joke on Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. So he was M. Bison. Yeah. But then it came to the States and they're like, ooh, we don't want to mess with that. We could get sued because that's what happens in the States. So they just swap them. So now M. Bison. So Mike's probably right. Uh, probably. Anyway, <laughs> he, he was once a young man, a young, fair-haired Irish man. He... Decided, I guess, I want to do bad things. Oh? Uh, yeah. So he took his wife, who was pregnant, okay. into a cave somewhere. Okay. Yep. At which and, point... and he did bad things? Well, well, the he... I mean, let's be clear. She definitely died, because I guess he thrust his hands into her stomach and pulled out the baby. Oh, shit. Um... And he put all of his goodness into the baby, his daughter. Now, this is something that's told to Chun-Li by another guy. Um, he, so so we, just, don't just know, a, we don't know if it's true. Just this is secondhand about, information. Just the thing about film, yeah. People can say things about people and they cannot be true. Here's the problem about the film. Um, that becomes a very integral part of the film uh, because his daughter Rose is like the thing he's trying to get because she does hold all his uh, goodness. Okay, so he wants his goodness back? No, he just needs to protect his goodness. Oh, I see. Bison doesn't want to get his groove back. Bison just wants nobody to have his groove. Yeah, it's not... Look, it's not a good film. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's really is not and i don't want to go through the entirety of street fighter the legend of chun li because i already explained how it's nonsense that she is just a pianist they never made they never made her a cop they just made her a pianist 
and said, and also she fights and does and kills people. She murders. <laughs> she murders people. Oh, <laughs> and it's great. not well, a problem for her. Ke- Kevin, let me let me uh, remove you from clearly this traumatic movie. Mm-hmm. And and say so. Our topic is: What if you could separate the good and evil in you, and not only it's, that, but transfer it to somebody else? It's more like the idea that good and evil are the concepts of good and the concept of evil are tangible, real things. Maybe not tangible; it's not the right word, but they are real, measurable things. Mm-hmm. Like like electricity, like. Yeah, you can have a good power level and an evil evil power level. Yes, and they and it can be moved from. It can be transferred. There's no indication in the story or in the the weird scene they decide to show um, that it had to be done in that cave or by murdering his wife and. Pulling the baby, I he, I'm gonna also say this right now. They're like, and he put all his goodness into the baby. I'm like, well, he was pretty shitty to begin with. There like, wasn't a lot of goodness there. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't like you know was a paragon of society. This is very much like that thing from Marvel where Doom's like, I made a wish to not have a conscience so I could do true evil. It's like, okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Ooh, I guess that's something. It's really dark things. Yo, that's no. just. I made a wish so I didn't have to feel guilty. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what that wish is. Yeah, but he he put his put his goodness into a baby. Okay, I, I, so I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming I, I have the, a couple couple questions, Kevin. Yeah, can this transfer only happen if there's a baby present? <laughs> I mean, I'm. Does this, this does is, the baby have to be on the receiving end? Look, this is such a big um thing. Like this is such a big we're going to the concepts of good and evil that I'm not sure if I want to just narrow it down to saying like, yeah, because we only saw a baby means that it has to be done to a baby. Well, Kevin, I need to know. I need to know if this is baby centric. <laughs> well, I I, maybe, I don't. Maybe it has to be passed through a baby, so you need a baby around. <laughs> you, you need the the baby does need to be a filter. I'm I, I'm tr- I was trying to figure out the only reason that I can think that he would want to still protect um, Rose, his daughter. And there's like big thing with like oh they're you know he's a he's a guy he's waiting for the shipment of the white rose, and everyone thinks it's like drugs or a gun, um, but it's his daughter who they just find in a shipping container. The only reason I can imagine why he would want to do that is because someone else could take his goodness out of her, at which point they become super good. All, all the goodness, <laughs> because apparently she's not already super good. Look, when, when, when you're trying to, when you're trying to pull <laughs> trash out of a trash, heap, sometimes <laughs> you just have to figure out why that trash exists. So, <laughs> Okay, Kevin, I'm I'm going to lay out what I think this should be. Absolutely. Judging by the information that we that you have presented to me. Yeah. One, an active transfer of good or evil from one person to another must involve a baby. Yes. Maybe However, if someone has an excess of good or evil in them, the baby is not required. Yeah, it becomes a sort of looseness. 
Yeah, now, there's there's an excess there that you can tap into. Now, if if we are talking about uh, extrapolating this out into things, when we hear uh, that character, I know he's played by Robin Shu, but I can't remember the name. I'm sure he's also a character from Street Fighter. Um, when he says that Mr. Bison, Mr. M. Bison, as mm-hmm. he's known in the clubs, he when he transferred his uh, his stuff into the baby, uh, would do. And when he says he, he says he transferred his goodness into the baby, but we we're talking a little there about guilt. Do we really think it means goodness, or is that more of just like conscience? Um, I I think Kevin. Yeah. Um, when I think about who, not who is good, but what is good, like what good actions humans can take. Yeah. Um, I think, I think a better way to put it is that it's compassion. Okay. Well, I mean, right. It's, 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 and, and I think, uh, less than just being able to do compassionate actions. I think it's the capacity for the person to be compassionate. Well, the reason that I also like that is that so we say good and evil. Good and evil are tangible things. In the, I keep saying tangible. Real things in this world. Um, existent things in this world. And not only that, they are – that means there's some sort of universal equivalent to it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're obviously hearing that from a guy who's like, yeah, uh, M. Bison is an evil guy. So he just all his goodness. Uh, but, well, you know, what, there, from what I'm seeing, Kevin – Yeah. Is is evil in terms of of what's being presented here? Is that evil here is unfettered ambition? I mean, yeah, you could do that way. That that's what it re- like from just. I haven't watched uh, the detective story of of Chun Li or or read the synopsis. Uh, but yeah. with the information that has been given to me, it seems like goodness is maybe compassion or the capacity for compassion. I'll tell you right now, you'd think that's what it is. That's from but, what you've told me, yes. But I know, I mean, here's what, here, here's what I'll say, continuing about Street Fighter, the legend of Chun-Li, and specifically what Chun-Li's legend is. It doesn't seem to specifically be like, like oh, because if, if you think of that way, you think, you think in the story why she should win because she shows compassion, because goodness is compassion. No, nah, yeah. goodness is just she broke his neck first. Oh, uh, okay. She, goodness is that she just fought him better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well. I'm not sure if we're supposed to say that Chun-Li is necessarily full good. of good. Full of goodness and compassion. Well, does she get Bison's goodness? Is that what makes her better at fighting? No, no, I. <laughs> She's just a good fighter. Okay, here's. L- let me tell you very quickly the r- the arc of, uh, very quickly the arc of Bison's goodness in this film, and okay. this is what we're dealing with as we're trying to parse out what the fuck any of this means. Yeah. Um. Do you you hear? All the people be like, oh, he's bringing White Rose and he's, he's got a shipment of the White Rose coming in. What is that? What does that mean? No one knows what it means. You Then you hear the story uh, about uh, uh, that he did this thing and he transferred all his goodness out. And then later when not even Ch- not even Chun-Li, Chun-Li doesn't care about White Rose. She only cares about killing Bison because he killed her father 
and then her mom got cancer, possibly because Balrog punched her. Um, <laughs> not, not, okay. not impossible. Um, <laughs> she arrives at the harbor, and then they find Rose, um, who is his daughter, just like in a... <sighs> Shipping container? Yeah, and then and when, when she le- find- and then she leaves the film. That is it. Then she leaves the film. Well, d- does she look okay? Is she like living in squalor? Is no, she, she angelic? Like is she's pretty angelic. Okay, so goodness had an effect. I mean, yes, I get. I I mean, what do you mean goodness had an had an effect? <laughs> well, Kevin, if you're living in a shipping container with your evil ass dad, well, he's not living. Mom, he's not living in the ship. Like, no, 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 no. She, he's not living in the shipping, shipping container. She has just arrived from Russia. Okay, so she just looks nice. Yeah, well, yeah, because she, she I, uh, it's, it's, it is so unclear why she met or why Bison was like, I gotta get her here. Okay, like, here's, cause, here's cause, my cause question what, what, then. Because what happens is that she arrives and Chun Li's like, I don't know who you are, and then like never really figures out who she is. And then Bison takes his daughter and tries to bring her into a helicopter, at which point she is taken away by the police, and then Chun Li kills Bison. That is the entire arc. And then she's got then Rose doesn't do anything. Okay, so my question then is, Kevin, yeah. does Bison look any different the years after he gave his goodness away? I mean, he's he's older. He he was he was Brendan Miller when he was a child. <laughs> I had to look at the IMDb page because I couldn't remember the actors' names. And now he's Neil McDonough. Okay, so, so he, but he just aged normally. Yeah, he just aged normally. He became Neil McDonough. Well, I think that we have to say that there's no correlation in terms of physical appearance. I, I agree. I don't think it's like uh, uh, Fable, where you, you know, as you get you get good, you get a halo. As an evil, you you get yeah, horns. This, this this isn't a Mass Effect Paragon Renegade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not walking around being like, do a Renegade action. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, you gave away all your good, so you can't do a Paragon action. I think I think Kevin. Yeah. The it has to be behavioral stuff, then, right? Yeah. It's it's got to be things, and, and that... I I think we kind of got to throw out a bunch of stuff about the movie. One mm-hmm. because, as you said, the movie is trash. Please God, we do. <laughs> but also because, as we've said, Bison transferred his goodness into his daughter, but there wasn't a lot of goodness there. So any effects it could have had are negligible. Well, we we also have this great gift almost because the film tells us nothing about this very important thing other than the fact that it definitely did happen. Okay, Kevin, then what do you think a person is like when they don't have any goodness? They don't have any goodness? Well, I guess I guess they have to be like Bison. And so that's the one thing that we can, I guess we can take from the film, is that Bison is someone who is repeatedly proven to, ju- to just be... Um, unbelievably cruel uh so he's he's cruel he's ruthless he doesn't care for the law he doesn't care for other people's lives uh yeah he does what he wants when he wants it but but he's also supposed to be like a like he's he's not a stark raving maniac he's he is a like businessman so you know he's he's calculated he's a he's a calculated maniac 
his his I'm going to tell you right now his crime in the movie is not very good, so we're not going to get into it. Okay, um, well, but we don't he, we don't have to. Yeah, but he himself like he he does the thing where it's like, oh, someone has failed me, so I murder them and use them as a punching bag. Okay, gotcha. So, um, that's a pretty concrete example of what evil is. We don't really have an example of what good no is, but <laughs> is we it, can if if we take from the film, good is ineffectual. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, what we can do is take sort of an ant, make a character that's antithetical to what we know about bison. So that means they've got to be caring. Yeah. They've got to be compassionate. Yeah. They got to be patient. They got to be wiser. They got to be wiser. Got to be, uh, yeah. I don't know the rest of the lyrics of the song. Um, things are gonna get easier. Nope, that's a different song. We're doing uh, two different songs. <laughs> ooh, child, things will get brighter. Um, yes. So basically, we're we're talking about the Dalai Lama. Sure. Yeah, I don't know him personally. Well, I'm. I'm. <laughs> we're, we're talking like you know. The antithesis of what Bison is in that movie is basically the Dalai Lama. Some, someone who does not want to cause harm. Yes, I, I think that is that uh, if, if we're looking for the, you know, whatever the opposite of Bison would be, it's definitely not Chun-Li. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I guess you say, yeah, it's some it's that form of like worldliness essentially yeah. like because yeah. i think that, because i think there's also certain things that don't necessarily have to be the the point of true evil essentially well i, I think an important thing for us to remember as we go forward talking about this mm-hmm. world is that even if a person gives up all their goodness or all their evil each person has a different amount of that uh, depending on who they are and what their life experience is. Yeah, but we do have the, the the fact that it can just sort of be handed around. We do, we do. And we can yeah. talk about that, Kevin. But first, I think we should go to commercial. That's right. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by... The following paid advertisement. Well, here we are uh, at my home here. I, I'm I'm looking for products to improve my life. So I've brought uh, this lovely gentleman over here uh, to show me uh, what I can do. Hello. Yes, yes. I, I, I designed many products that are meant to just sort of help you along with, uh, with, 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 with the way that you're living and the way that you're, 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 li- you're progressing your life. Uh, for example, right here, uh, you, you see this? You see, the, you see this, uh, you see this nice little pencil? Yeah, that is um, uh, a pencil. I can, yeah, I yes. can see the graphite there. Yes. It's, it's, it's quite short. You see, the thing is that pencils, you, you use them. The longer you use them, eventually they wear down, and then they reach that point where they, they fall right through the little gap in your hand, and that's annoying unless if that's how you've always been using the pencil. Oh, I see. So it's it's like a pocket pencil. Uh, it will fit in your pocket, but really, it's it, it's just meant meant to just fall right right between where you're gripping it. It won't it won't rest against your hand. You won't get used to it rest against your hand, and you just have to you know you'll figure a different way to use it. 
okay, okay, that is a good product. Uh, and, and you have some other things you've brought with you today? I do like the, these pants that I'm wearing right now. Now, we all know the style. We all know the torn pants. You got the knees. The knees are torn out, and everyone's like, oh, these are cool pants. But however, sometimes pants tear in a way that people don't expect. That's right. These pants are torn right in the crotch. Oh, so you're going... Let me bend down so you can see. Yeah, you're going for that weathered look. Oh, it's oh, it's full weathered. And I got many products like these. Products that will eventually become this. So why don't they start out like this? Like, p- pick up those headphones. Uh, these headphones? Those headphones. Put them on. Tell me what you notice. Oh, there's only sound coming from one of these earbuds. That's right. These headphones have been expertly designed so that one of the speakers outputs nothing oh that's great now if if somebody has a hearing loss they don't need to buy headphones that have two speakers yeah i guess someone could do that i mean i i I think it's the everyday normal and everyday person could just you know Uh, pop them on you just what you're used to oh absolutely everybody would want these headphones of course they would or what about what about a phone don't what about just a phone don't you don't you love that excitement that comes from having a phone and seeing it on low battery and rushing off the the adrenaline pumping in your system. Oh, yeah, I get so much excitement from my phone. What if your phone was constantly on low battery, constantly about to fail, and you just got to live your life faster? The fun of trying to find a charger. I mean, there. you know what? There are some people out there who love living life on the edge. Everybody loves living life on the edge. I... That, that that's that's why this is i live and breathe this stuff i i i create food out of it food like for example look at this look at this i can br- i bring you cave milk oh cheese nice no no you shut your mouth it's cave milk drink my cave milk we're we're gonna have to take a step off the precipice that is this topic yeah because we've got to start talking about what this world is like we do we have to figure out what it means to transfer what we will call good and evil, but you know they're in this world it probably would not be <laughs> described as good and oh, evil. Oh, it definitely wouldn't be. No. Um, you know, but, but one of the things I thought while we were talking earlier was that if you want to have soldiers, you take them in front of a baby and give the, some of their goodness to the baby. Yeah, you. W- so just in general, one thing I was thinking, um, now obviously we do have the added issue feature let's call it a feature that (laughs) you do need a baby around you do need a baby like a real young baby yeah i mean we're talking newborn because literally torn out of the mom's womb yeah yeah i I, i'd say you got a couple days with that baby yeah a couple a couple days i think that's fair kevin i guess i guess the concept there is five days or younger (laughs) i guess the concept there is that when you're born you just are a little bit more fluid with your good and evil scale yeah yeah nothing's really settled in you yet but what you can do with this is that i mean obviously we talk a lot about the evil uh the the evil use in chun li where it is used by a person so he can i guess do crimes and not feel bad (laughs) uh that is the only reason we see it going, but he I, still I, wants I, to keep. I think it's also just like nothing is off the table, right? Yeah. Like if if you have a conscience, there might be a line you won't cross. 
I mean, yes, that that could be one do, but I I I think as they that there there might be some things that go with the idea of evil that aren't wholly, I guess, evil. Uh, I I I because I, I, I like the idea that essentially this might be something where people now obviously you have to you have to you have to be around a newborn, you have to find newborns, yeah, which makes it a little bit more difficult. Uh, but but once you put once you pop that into a newborn, it becomes floating, which means you could technically pop it into a newborn, and then someone else takes it out of the newborn, and then it's floating in them. Yeah, and then yeah. Then see, they, see they... I I thought about this too, Kevin, and I was like, there's no real ethical way to use this. Um, um, but I thought, you know what? There would be a definitely a corrupt regime somewhere that would take like, oh, you're a prisoner. Well, we're going to take all the good out of you, everything that's redeemable about you. We're just going to take out and give to somebody else, and they'll be of use in society. And now we can kill you without any regrets. Well, I mean, that, that's uh, you, you're saying like you would just do that to a person. I was thinking that. Well, I'm not saying um, I would do it, but in this no, no, world, no. it would happen. No, but I. You know, what, what I was even thinking was just like just someone dying like in a hospital where it's like, all right, you are about to pass away. We're already in a hospital as the babies are. We're going to suck your goodness out. <laughs> I mean, I think that would happen, too. But I also think there would be people who like I did a lot of bad shit in my life. Somebody give me their goodness through a baby so I don't go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. We cannot confirm or de- deny the existence of an afterlife in this world. No, but we can uh, confirm that be- people usually think there is an afterlife. I mean, yes, but we can also confirm that this is a world where that where that becomes a lot more like it it would be wild in this world where this is known and real for you to be like, "Yeah, that is the way the religion is based around is the idea that this honest tangible thing like it might be there for a while, but then at a certain point it would just become it would just become like uh was it the Martin Luther or the tithes whereas people would pay money to church yeah absolutely but but it, but you know you know at some point someone would be like this cannot be the way that it worked that <laughs> that it works so i think it's possible you go to a route where people are like i got to get as much good in me but the problem is that once you get that much good in you then you're like oh man i did bad things to get this good in me <laughs> yeah. i feel i shouldn't go to heaven i uh, i don't deserve it <laughs> It's just a world where nobody reaches paradise. Well, there because... there is one group of people that do, Kevin. Yeah? Those people who seek to improve themselves outside of this system. Well, right? here's like the problem. You're talking about people who are seeking enlightenment. I, I have a problem with that, Jeremy. Oh, really? If, if you seek to better yourself outside of that system, you are either – creating your own evil or creating your own good because we know that those things are tangible things you cannot feel those things without the okay so my my question to you and then kevin is yeah is the amount of uh good and evil in a person static after those first five days of life i think that they can Adjust and change as time goes by. The so, reason so I'm, it is possible then to create good and evil. The reason why I am sort of giving that a possibility is that it seems like perhaps, unless we can find another reason why Bison cared so damn much about keeping his daughter around and alive. Like or his goodness around and alive, uh, 
um, that he might have accidentally gave himself a little bit more, just enough to essentially care about his daughter. Well, either either that, either that, or we do, or we say that familial caring is not a facet of good and evil. I mean, I don't think it is, Kevin. Okay, uh, so I, like uh, familial care is a survival instinct, but not for his wife, though. Well, technically, his <laughs> wife isn't of his blood, Kevin. Ah, uh, so so not only in this world is good and evil like an like an actual thing but also no no but <laughs> what i'm saying is kevin is that connection he had to his wife yeah is forged from his goodness if he's already made the decision to like give away his goodness yeah right uh you, you know like we said there wasn't a lot of goodness there to give um so he he i i think familial care is absolutely tied with good but i think that uh, you know the continuation of his line through his child is 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 not necessarily something connected with good or so, evil. So, so what we're saying is the reason why. Once again, never never clarify the film. Um, what we're saying is the reason why aren't to protect daughters. Like, well, gotta make sure I have grandkids one day. I mean, I think it's not. I gotta have grandkids one day. I think like it's more like. One day, like, there will be more offspring, and I can use those, like, for this. Or someone will inherit my title, right? Like, I'll teach them how to give their goodness away or something like that, right? Um, uh, you know, I, I think that aspect of survival is sort of innate in humans. You, you'll, you, you will very, very rarely find any sort of parent that feels nothing about their children. Well, I I I was more interested in seeing whether or not he was attached to good and evil. Because here's the thing: not every single emotion is attached to good and evil, obviously. Uh, because there are some things that just seem outside of that. Concept. I, I mean, there's a lot of things that are just sort of meh, <laughs> <laughs> like on that scale, you know. So 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 what we're saying is that within within each person there is good evil and eh. I mean there's got to be some sort some stuff that like like nope. Kevin you go to the convenience store you want a snack you're looking there you see oh man there's some sweet uh, chocolate and peanut butter candies oh but there's also this caramel chocolate bar what do I get it's well, not it's not a, a a question of good or evil it's just preference now the good one gets the caramel chocolate bar. No, no, <laughs> no, chocolate peanut butter, fool. Inherently, uh, inherently good. No, <laughs> the 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 chocolate peanut butter is a sin against nature. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like it's, it's it's in the Bible, like making a uh, polyester. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing. Same same thing. Same thing, but w- wouldn't it? Wouldn't that uh, mixture stuff for polyester also apply to caramel? Because it's sugar and butter, Kevin. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I can see we're getting nowhere with this topic. So, what would Perfect. you like to talk about now, Kevin? <laughs> um, just going to how the actual world uh, might work uh, with the ability to transfer the stuff in and out might be worthwhile to actually transfer stuff in and out like with the idea being okay uh you 
you you, you got to do something that uh, no, I don't mean anything. I don't mean actually even anything evil. I just mean like I don't know. You're going into ask for a raise, transfer out some of your goodness. <laughs> Not all of it. You don't have to do all of it. You go too far and you become a Neil McDonough. Uh, but you do just enough to give yourself probably, honestly, more confidence because... Because you I'm, care less about other people. Yes. It, it, it'll give you less... It'll give you less anxiety. It won't give you more confidence. I, well, well, yeah, but I, I have to... Uh, but I, but that's... Think of, think of how many times someone be, someone's complete lack of emotional intelligence is misinterpreted as confidence. That's true. Like, man, he talks loud and doesn't care when other people are saying things. He must be real confident. <laughs> like, I mean, mo- not most a- of the time when there's somebody like that, I don't think they're confident. I think they're dumb, Kevin. Well, yes, but I'm not, I, I'm not talking about an ideal world. I'm not talking about the world I want to live in. I'm talking about the way things work right now. Okay. <laughs> and that, and so then, well, the opposite side is like, like, what is this a world where I guess everyone is just constantly purging themselves of badness into babies? But then you got bad babies. <laughs> you got them bad babies. What do you bad do with them babies, bad, babies? bad babies? What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they have to poo? Um, I mean, at this point, you just you got sin eater babies where you just everyone just pumps. You got the thing where everyone just pumping their badness I, into. I, I, th- I think this is a, a thing, Kevin, where because of the plethora of culture and experience in the world that's possible yeah. in the world, you absolutely have people that use babies as sin eaters. Yeah, you know, they're like, okay, everybody. Uh, your first child, your firstborn child in this country, you put all your evil into it. Well, it doesn't you put all your to... evil into it, and then we throw it off a cliff because it's an evil baby. But your no, secondborn, ba- you can just treat as a new person, and then when they have a baby, they can get rid of their evil. I'll tell you, that's a bad way of doing it. Uh, it is. It is a bad way of doing it, Kevin. Well, yes, because the good I mean, people yes. will not be able to throw the evil babies away. <laughs> yeah, once they do it, they're like, "Well, now I can't throw the baby away. I don't care that he's evil. Um, I will raise him to be good." <laughs> Now, what what you, what do you do? Is you put all your you put all your um your your evilness into a baby, and then you just have one person in the city who's supposed to take all of the, the evilness into them. However, some people have to sacrifice some of their good to balance them out. It's just someone who's got so much of both just overflowing <laughs> in them, and he got he's got nothing to do all day. <laughs> I mean, either that, Kevin, or you stick the evil in people who like are incarcerated like there's there's so many options about what you want to do so so one of the things i sort of sort of also want to get to this is that the way that it's worded says he put all his good into the babe which obviously already had a little little bit of uh not he only only had a little bit of good because he you know was like i'm gonna kill my wife and put my my goodness in a baby like uh, you're not gonna fill that baby up quite a bit yeah which is why i don't think (laughs) which i don't think his daughter is like a benevolent angel. She just got a little bit less shitty. Yeah. Uh, but that means that it, this is not like we're not talking about. I guess once again, use example of video games. Uh, the the fable bar where it's like one one marker on a bar that drifts left and right. It's two different like bars that both rise up, which means it is distinctly possible for someone to have. So much good and so much evil in them that they that they are constantly well, that throwing it, shit at people and feeling bad about it. Well, 
Here's the thing, Kevin. I think it's more of a differential than the amount that matters. Right? Because if you've you've got a a huge amount of good and a huge amount of evil, they're keeping each other in check. I mean, that's a less fun way of looking at it. I think it's just a more realistic way of looking at it rather than creating a society that makes bipolar people. You are not allowed to in the – in the last 10 minutes of this podcast where we've been talking about <laughs> good and evil as things you have to push through a baby and use the word realistic. <laughs> How dare you come here and speak to me in such a way? Well, I'm sorry, Kevin, but we're trying to make a world work, which means that we have to focus on aspects based on We don't have to realism. always make a world we don't have to always make a world work. I'll say the one thing that I want to say about this world is that it is a world that is probably so easy to just become terrible. Like it's it just just because of the like like we have we haven't even really been able to fully quantify not quantify qualify uh, what. The what the internalized concepts of good and evil are. Well, that, other that's than, because they're not definable in that way, Kevin. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's almost like the writing was atrocious. It was. It was atrocious. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's something where where it where with all as you're saying, with all the different cultures. That could and the different ways people could take this thing, it is all all it takes is for one nation to do the idea. As we said, take if if good if the good features are the exact opposite of Bison's features, um, all it takes is one <laughs> one nation that is like we decide to put out all of our good stuff. Uh, all of our sorry, put all of our bad stuff into this baby who put it in a maybe a tree. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> maybe whoa, that whoa, works. Whoa. Who knows? Uh, I don't think it does. I don't maybe, think it does. What about a dog? No, I don't. What about a bad dog? No, nope. I, I think it's got it's got to be human to human, Kevin, because that's the only example what about, we have. What about a dog wearing a leather jacket and riding a motorcycle? That. Is just a dog in cosplay, Kevin. He, sm- he smokes cigarettes and hasn't seen his son in five years. I hate to tell you this, Kevin. They're all good dogs. He, get, he gets letters from him, but he throws them out without reading them. But he cries on the inside, knowing that he could never be the, the man that his son needs to be. Why is the dog a deadbeat dad now? Nah, he's just difficult. He has a lot going on with him. He doesn't believe in himself because his father never believed in him either. You know, this could be a good dog deep down. Uh, <laughs> They're all good dogs, Kevin. <laughs> the <laughs> uh, but uh, sorry, pushing out into I don't know a baby. I guess uh, the the okay. Here here's the main problem I have. I guess I guess me trying to summarize what I'm trying to say. The 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 people who push out the evil in them to only feel compassion and that and like all of the stuff that we say is connected to good to quote unquote goodness will invariably feel bad about what they have done to the person they put the evilness into well unless conscience conscience isn't 
attached to good and evil. Like the other that, the other thing, Kevin, is that like you know if if let's say that there's um, a, a society where every single time a baby is born, right, um, it gets chosen to be good or evil entirely. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's going to be all good. It's going to be all evil. We'll put it's good in this other baby and we'll give it it's it's the other baby's evil. So they're only one thing. Yeah. That's just basically a way to make like a racial divide. Right. Yeah. That's like that's... You, have, you have the good people and the evil people. But the truth is, because we've already said it's possible to accumulate good and evil over time. Yeah. That nurture is a huge aspect of this. It's not just I... nature. Well, Except for the fact that that stuff that's accumulated can still be pushed out once again, especially considering how if you have, I mean, the thing is that we all, we always said this whole floating one, which I guess once is put out from you into someone else, does everyone have a baseline? Is the idea that, that then we go really hard into the fact that it's actually it's actually not nature, it's nurture, and it's the idea that sorry, it's not nurture, it's nature. And that is that you are born with a specific amount, but you can move it around. But when it is moved around, it becomes super pliable. It's like a non-Newtonian fluid, except for opposite, obviously. Well, if that if that's the case, Kevin, then nobody would ever move their shit because it's it would be so hard to keep track of. Because there I would mean, there would be people who being like, oh yeah, that person's got extra good yoink, or or like, oh that person that person's got that evil uh, mojo, got to take it from them. Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's pretty clear that like you. It's not like you pass someone on the street and you steal a little bit of their like good out of them. Like, ah, I got your good now. Ah, I feel bad, but why I did that? <laughs> got, you, got your nose. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 clearly a process, or some form of ritual. Yeah, yeah, With, uh, that involves a baby most of the time. Well, it's a baby most of the time, but once it's in the baby, it becomes you have disconnected from yourself and becomes free hanging, which means essentially at a certain point, it all becomes free hanging. Yeah, it's all untethered. Yeah, but what's – then I guess we're going with this. The idea is that – Wait, I understand why Bison kept his daughter. Because he wants it back eventually? I don't no, know. No, 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 because okay. if, if you give up your good or evil, yeah, it is you are untethered. You have untethered part of yourself from yourself. Yeah. Right? So that means that not only – is that good up for grabs for other people? But anyone else who is untethered could take Bison's evil. But in this world, only his daughter was untethered because she had the extra good. So being given it untethers you? I think it has to, Kevin. I think if there's an excess or a, um, what's the opposite of an excess? I don't know, an ingress. That's not what it is. Um, <laughs> You, you know, anytime there is that large imbalance of like, oh, I think if you move any of your evil and good, you become untethered as a whole. Yeah, this is what I was, I was even just thinking uh, that. Which means that other untethered people could steal stuff from you. I mean, I was just even thinking that what it is that if she dies, he gets the goodness back and pops back into him. That's possible too. And, he, yeah, and he's, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to feel guilty. Keep her alive. I can't handle. I can't handle that nonsense. Which also means you can't just put into a baby and throw the baby off a cliff. It just comes right back to you. <laughs> Come right back like, to you. <laughs> you're like, oh no, baby. I killed the baby. And then it goes back to you, and you're like, I'm 
more okay with it, but still not okay with it. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. What what I was also thinking is the what what sort of goes with my idea that this world probably will not be a good one. Um, is so it could be that yes, we disconnect the. I guess the idea being it's a whole idea of uh, intolerance of t- intolerance of intolerance, where as a good person. Like as the 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 concept of good, <laughs> which is now becoming more and more esoteric, um, which is already very esoteric. I just mean the word the word good is becoming more esoteric. Um, you do not feel bad about putting bad into something because there's I guess there's some, this weird innate thing where you're like, but now it's bad, and I'm good. That's <laughs> bad. Like, I yeah, mean, but you. <laughs> I mean, it's very clear that good that guilt is a, is a, like has a connection with goodness. Yeah, but I, I I can see a period in human history where like here's the thing: guilt only exists as long as there's actually something to feel guilty about. Like there's yeah. the idea there's like this idea of like oh yeah no I understand this was a bad thing to do so I guess. I guess the, what we're going down to is actually the image, the idea of emotional intelligence and compassion aren't actually tied to goodness. No, no, uh, they they can't be. They can't be because, or else you would put evil in something and be like, oh, now I'm all compassion and all emotional intelligence, and I understand that that is not evil. <laughs> or, I made Kevin, it evil. Or Kevin, the Street Fighter movie got it right, and the reason why Bison's the only one that did that. Is because everybody else tried to give away their evil and felt bad about it, so took it back. So nobody did it, and everybody forgot that it was possible. But Bison was like, "What if I give my good away?" Wait, no, I like the idea that what this was that this is a world where everybody, obviously, the first thing they wanted to do because they wanted to get into paradise, into whatever the the good yeah. version of the afterlife was yeah. like. Oh, I'll purge myself of evil. They purged themselves of evil and said, "Oh God, I put it in a baby." That's not good, and then pulled it back, and they're like, "Let's not do that anymore." Let's but he was just the—he was just the first person who did the opposite first. <laughs> yeah, who was like, "I'll give him my—I'll <laughs> give—I'll give the baby my good." Well, because because if you're like, "Oh, I'll purge the evil," and you're like, "Oh, that was bad," and pull it back, you still remember that. You're not going to be like, "Well, let's do." Let's figure out what happens if I do the opposite now. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe the legend of Chun-Li is a legend that repeats over and over. Once every generation, there's just someone who's just like, what if I did, what if I did good first? What if I put the good out? What what if I put, what if I did the good thing? I'll I'll put the good out and then I won't care about this stuff. And I'll also murder someone when I do it because I'm already evil. And where else am I going to get a get a baby from? I could wait till my my pregnant wife gives birth. They won't birth. let me in hospitals anymore. Uh. <laughs> I just love the idea that they're like, oh, he put his goodness into a baby and also killed his wife. And I'm like, so you're doing this for a thing so that we as an audience are like, you have to understand he's pure evil. Yeah. But like, like he's systematic. He's he's systematically, truly, honestly, by the world, pure evil. I'm like, but you made him do a thing that even if you weren't like, and then he transfers consciousness into his daughter. If you're just like, oh yeah, took his wife into his cave, killed her, and then like ate his daughter, I'd still be like, yeah, oh, that yeah. dude's evil. <laughs> that dude's evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even even if he just killed like he killed his pregnant wife, wife and his daughter for apparently no reason, I'd still be like, yeah, I would have to be like, yes, but is he pure evil? <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> if if you think that Bison didn't need to transfer his goodness to be pure evil, uh, hashtag please, Bison did nothing wrong. <laughs> please leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening to our podcast. That was a weird one. Hashtag Bison did everything wrong. Uh, <laughs> or you can uh, tweet at us. Uh, I'm at Mighty Fuse. I'm Astromanky Weir. And you can hit both of us at Third Space Cast. Uh, if you if you want to hear me talk more about the film Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, you can send us an email at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website at thirdspacepodcast.com. <laughs> and our theme song is Barack Boogie by the Elvis Swing Orchestra. And remember to check out Kevin's new ebook that will eventually be a print book. Eventually, right? once the world... Uh, is more kind to things going through the mail that aren't, you know, medical necessities. Yeah, and the title of that book is All Gods Fall. It's all about immortals in autumn. Yeah. <laughs> it's called All Gods Fall Season 1 Storms because there was the collection that – there was the ones that were individual. This is the collection of the entire season. So yeah, you get it yeah. all in one go. It's a better deal. Support Kevin. Um, support me. <laughs> Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I do an actual outro. Oh, God. What are we going to say? Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. 